Welcome to the BBC, a wax cast based on collaboration, not competition. Between Both Cheeks is a world filled with beauty, bums, and billions of bucks. The hosts of the BBC are Luba, the badass boss bitch, creator and owner of international brands and beauty salons. Becca, once newbie and now experienced enforcer, she's hatched out of her egg and manages business with authority and a smile. And Ashley, a straight, shooting, spicy Italian. Hot off the global circuit, she's got expertise to share. Welcome to the BBC. Bring me your balls. No, Kelly Clarkson! Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Well, I can tell you firsthand that starting a podcast was one of the best things that we have ever done. But it can be really overwhelming to start out. Where do you begin? How do you do it? All the things. So many questions, right? How do you record audio and have it just go out into the world, into people's headphones and into their cars while they're doing dishes and cleaning and out on walks? Like I I can't say I understand the technology, but I can say that I know the easiest and the best way to do it. And that's with Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is a podcast publishing platform and it's so easy to use and it can push your podcast out onto all major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, Buzzsprout can get you there. It's what we use every week. It's so freaking easy. I can't stress that enough. Like we're still learning and our audio isn't the best all the time because we use Zoom for a lot of our episodes still. But even if you guys start out with just Zoom or just sitting in your closet using the voice memo app on your phone, Buzzsprout makes it that much easier to get that content and that audio out into the world and you can start building a brand, improving your business, or just shooting the shits with your friends. <laughs> shooting the shit with your friends. I don't know if I can say that on an ad. Anyways, if you're interested in starting your own podcast, I super, 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 super encourage you to do so and go to our show notes, which is the show description, click on the link and you get to start your own podcast with Buzzsprout and you get an extra $20 Amazon gift card. It tells Buzzsprout that we've sent you and it really helps us out. Buzzsprout, the easiest way to podcast. Hello, everybody. This is the BBC Between Both Cheeks. Yes, we mean those cheeks, too. Thank you for tuning in. You can follow us on Instagram at Between Both Cheeks and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iHeart, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Today, we have Becca the Enforcer with us and a special guest, Christiana, who's been a special guest before. And I'm also your host, Luba, just Luba, like Madonna or Cher. Welcome. Hello. Hi. It's been a year since I've been on here, I realize. Um, It's also been like a year since I worked with Wax Hair Removal Bar as well. So very special kind of dates for both of us. Yeah. Um, So this podcast, I wanted to talk about gratitude because I think in the States, Thanksgiving is coming up. 
Um, yeah. So I thought I wanted to kind of express how it felt working in wax hair removal bar for a year, as well as having Luba as a boss and Becca as like my team enforcer and everybody on the wax hair removal bar team, like how I've learned and grown from them. Um, so yeah, I've, uh, I've learned a lot. I remember being very shy and very scared work all the time and I was always asking everybody how do I do this how do I do this what do I do I don't know what to do um and then I remember you talking about like manifesting positive thoughts as well as like trying to be more confident and everybody gave me so much advice and I'm so thankful I'm also kind of almost tearing up um yeah so I had like little messages for everybody so like for first uh Luba like Thank you for being the best boss I've ever had, actually. This is very sincere because I've worked with male employers before and being in an all-woman workplace is such a positive environment to me. Like, I feel so happy. I can be, like, the best that I can be. And all my friends and family see this very confident and calm person now while before I was very ecstatic and I was scared, Um, as well as, like, your stories and inspiration to be a better person every day to show that woman can do anything even going through like breast cancer being a mother being whatever you can do whatever you need to do and like that has been an inspiration for so many women not just for me like you probably had so many stories from people telling you like you've done an amazing job and as well as like I've learned so much through business through you, as well as through like <laughs> waxing, like you launching a new product and everything and the process of it, it just amazes me. And like going through the vaccine of like packing bright products and also like helping out at the wax bar. I just learned so much through you and I'm very thankful for that. And I wanted to say thank you so much for mm. teaching me. And of course, like guiding me every day. And then I have a message for Becca and I'm like, I hope Becca doesn't cry. (laughs) Thank you for like being the first person to like welcome me in the company as well. I remember um, you, Bingo and Kelty were there, but like you were the first person that was like, hi, how are you? And then like helping me with the paperwork and everything. And also like every day you've been like encouraging me, like sending me a message. I remember saying like, you got this for the bright webinar. You got this for the training and everything since day one. And I want to thank you for the positive messages, of course. And as well as like, I've been learning through so much. Like I never knew like how hard your job as a webinar presenter was until I used like, <laughs> steps. I was like, oh my God, how does Becca do this with a smile? And like, as well as like, you take care of everybody in the company. Like if somebody was dealing with like issues or like had a hard time with a client, you would be the first person to be like, hey, what's going on? Hey, that's not cool. And I've I've never met someone so strong and like positive in my life. Thank you so much. As well as like a message to Kelty. Oh my God, Kelty, thank you for being my work wife. Thank you for being (laughs) my everything at work when I'm like scared about doing something like service or like meeting a person she's been like so positive to me as well Mm -hmm. as well she's told me like don't ever doubt yourself you can do Mm -hmm. everything um bingo has been a very good mentor to me I've never had someone that pushes me to my limits and tell me like try to do better like I've gotten faster in my services 
I've gotten better in my conversations. Uh, I also learned how to do some management stuff like stock count and stuff that I feel like is very important to us, mm -hmm. especially mm -hmm. with an extra hand. She's also been very encouraging to um, teach me new methods every day, trying to tell me like, this is something that you can work on. I've never had a teacher that kind of like tells me what I need to do every day, as well as like being encouraging and like kind of like, enfor like enforcing like the positivity that you can do this. Mm -hmm. And then there's Susan. I don't know if she's gonna hear me to hear, but like Susan has been a great mentor as well. She's taught me all the techniques and um, conversation methods to have with a client. She's also been a very positive uh, reinforcement to me. She's almost like a mother to me at work. So yeah, and I'm very happy to have her around me and um, help me like learn every day new methods to wax or to do service like facials and learning the products. So that's like little messages I wanted to tell everybody. Yeah, so yeah. That's so sweet. That's so sweet. Yeah. So Thank kind. you for putting that together. And for those of you listening who don't recognize the names she just said, Kelty, Bingo, and Susan are staff members at the Wax Hair Removal Bar in Vancouver, one of Luba's salons. And we all kick Christiana's butt every day, but in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> I've grown a lot, actually. Like, I'm very shocked by that. Um, before, uh, before, I was, like, very hesitant to even try mm -hmm. to wax now I'm like challenging myself like if there's a male Brazilian I'm like I got this I can do yeah. this now yeah. yeah um even like uh just kind of talking to people I've noticed like I can hold a conversation before I was very hesitant I, I didn't know what to say mm -hmm. and after talking to everybody it's just gotten better and um as well as like some skills I've never thought I had just came out of me and kind of like um, helped with the, with the business as well as with my own like um, productivity and goals as well. So yeah. yeah. I, I just had a meeting with someone, one of the girls in Vegas and I came down on her quite hard while I was there. And, you know, I said to her, the only reason why Becca and I do this is because we know that you can grow from it. And we mm -hmm. know that if we push you, you will become a better wax expert or manager or supervisor or receptionist, whatever that may be. We're only pushing because we've hired you because we know you're good. There's a reason why you're part of the team and we can mold you to be even better. Like you don't even know what your potential is. And that's what Becca and I do is we, we push you because we know what your potential is. You just don't know where, where it's at yet until you've been pushed out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, for sure. The the pushing is as in the moment you feel the pushing is like, oh my god, why are they doing this? This is so hard. Yeah. Like I feel so much pressure. But then later on, you realize, oh my god, this. If you didn't push me, I wouldn't be here. Like mm -hmm. it's just a realization. And from this realization too, I just noticed like it. It also helps you not just grow, but like build that inner confidence that you never knew you had. Like, that's why I love working with all women team is because we encourage each, each other every day to like grow and be who we really are. And it's comfortable, like with a guy, with a male employer, I would have been like, 
scared because he'd be like, oh, you need to do this. And it would be loud yelling to me. But then like mm-hmm. the words that Luba and Becca always tell me is like very encouraging and nourishing. And I never feel like afraid to do anything because I, I can believe myself like, yeah, I can do this. I just need to push myself kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that the company like will back you up if you fail mm-hmm. or if you make a mistake or if things go wrong. Right. Like, you know, that yeah. if you mess up or if the client is unhappy for whatever reason, that you're not going to be in trouble in a way that we're telling you that you're a bad person or that it's mm-hmm. because you have bad character. Like, it's just like, okay, well, that happened. This is how we're going to fix it. This is how we can prevent it moving forward and we'll take care of it. Like, I find a lot of the times if you're being disciplined and you know that the result will be very like punitive and punishment based that you almost don't want to tell people when you're struggling because you're just going to get slapped on the wrist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas like when things go wrong with Christiana where people are mean to her and she thinks it's her fault. I am like, no, yeah, yeah. protect Christiana at all costs. Like, I will fire the client. They are never coming back. Or, you know, if, if someone is inappropriate to you, yeah, you report it. And they are absolutely never allowed back. Like, we don't need their money. We can get money elsewhere. I, you know what? I, I just kind of want to stop there and talk about this topic. Um, I, I feel that it's very important because especially mm-hmm. as a new business owner, people are so worried about money. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you know, I shouldn't even say a new business owner, but yeah. any business owner is always worried about money, especially yeah. you throw in a pandemic and everything else that goes in there. Um, uh, my first, so one of the things that maybe people don't know, but Christiana and Becca do know and the teams do know is that. I have no time for bullshit or for people to be treating my staff like shit in any way. Like if they swear, if they, you know, hang up the phone, if they throw a fit, if they're like, if they're rude in any way, there's just no place for them in my business period. And that stems from my very first waitressing job. I think I was like 17 and I had a, uh, a table and I told them like, I was so excited about this job. I was so excited. And um, I told the table that it was my my first day. And I don't know what I did, but they were so mean to me. It was an entire family and they were so mean. And I was like, like, I didn't miss anything. I didn't miss a coffee refill. I didn't miss a soda refill. Their order was correct. Like they just did not like me for whatever reason. They called over the manager And I was like, oh, like John's got my back because I haven't fucked up at all. Like, and I sat on the other side of the glass, like where, where we prepped the salad so I could like see what he was saying. Cause he would have been like directly at me talking to the booth and he completely sided with them, What? apologized and gave them a free meal. And I remember being just like devastated. And like at that moment, I was like when I have my team, whatever that's going to look like, if I'm going to have my own business or when I manage a team, I will make sure that they never feel like that ever. Like that still stuck with me. Like to this day, I was so pissed off. I was Mm -hmm. so mad. And then through the years, I mean, God, it's going into my 14th year of having the companies. 
What you will find is that you will spend 90 to 100% of your time on shitty customers if you allow that to be. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I always say is that we want to focus on the B customers and make them A customers, mm-hmm. right? The people that are already coming into your store, supporting you, leaving um, gratuity, rebooking. Like, how do we encourage them to book more services? How do we encourage them to buy more product? How do we educate them about events and specials? It's the C and D clients that take all of your work and all of your effort and all of your stress that will never become an A client. Mm -hmm. So why are you spending all of your time here with the C's and the D's? Because they will never amount to anything. All they will do is cause you stress. Fire them, let them go. And once you do, watch them come back and beg to come back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's the best advice because, like, I think Becca probably had to deal with some of the clients that we did fire and try to crawl back to us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's surprising. It does happen, like, a couple weeks or a couple months. And Oh, yeah. They usually uh, will, like, ask to come back or, or say that, you know, other places just don't compare or things like that. And quite honestly like that's not good enough because we know those things Mm -hmm. but when somebody comes back and they apologize Mm. and if they apologize to whichever employee they were rude to directly then I would consider taking them back Mm. but up until then sayonara sister yeah Yeah. (laughs) I actually really appreciate the that mentality of like the boss backing up the employers because for years like Luba I've been through jobs like waitressing and um kind of like hospitality jobs I've noticed like whatever I make a mistake I get blamed for but here Mm -hmm. I've noticed when I make a mistake it's a learning opportunity and Mm -hmm. ever since then I'm like so happy because I can just go up to like bingo or Susan and be like hey, I kind of made a mistake on this like strip. How do I correct that mistake? Or I have this habit that I can never break. How do I fix it, right? And they're always telling me like, oh, little things like advice. And even like whenever I, I remembered I had those negative thoughts and those self-doubting thoughts, like Luba was like, just manifest your thoughts to be positive. And ever since then, I have been positive. I've been trying to be like, you got this, you got this, you can do this kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You've grown so much from when you first started, like yeah. you were very nervous <laughs> and insecure. And then you had a couple bad experiences. And I feel like that just like plummeted you down right when you were starting to come up. But the difference between like then and now you've like, not just professionally it bleeds into like your personal life and your personality too like you really not that you've changed who you are but it seems that you're not so shy or like afraid to be who you are because you know that like you'll be supported and backed up regardless and it shows in the professional life too because the clients keep coming back they keep rebooking with you usually you're like almost full or full every shift that you have now yeah 
Whereas like before, I, I remember telling you like, just, yeah. just give it time. Like they'll come, <laughs> they just need to get used to you, your new face. They don't know if they can trust you or not yet. Yeah. <laughs> I remember being so devastated last year. I looked at my schedule. I was like to Susan, I was like, there's no one booking with me. My schedule is mm-hmm. so empty. Oh no, what if like Luba doesn't want me anymore? It takes time. It ta- and you know, th- like that's another good point to, to discuss too, is that a lot of people that get out of school expect that the company feeds you the clients and they do to a certain point. Mm-hmm. But when they see that, you know, they're not really booked for, you know, as soon as they start, they get very upset. And what they need to realize, everyone needs to realize is that it's not the company's job to feed you all the clients all the time. It's a two-way street and you need to be able to rebook those clients that the company is feeding you. So it's going to take some time. Waxing's every four to six weeks, right? So you've got to give it the minimum your probation, the minimum to start to see anything, but at least one year. Yeah. Right. And then if you start jumping around, you'll never get a client base. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, I've noticed like, um, not just like family friends coming to the spa to support us, but as well as like, I noticed new clients coming in because like advertising from to UBC, I was like, hey, wax hair removal bar, we're close by, please come by UBC students. And a lot of them do, do come in and they're surprised. They're like, oh my God, this, a lot of um, clients now tell me, this is our little precious like gem. Like this is my hidden spot. And some of them don't want to share us anymore. Like their friends are like, oh, do you have a wax bar? And they're like, I kind of don't want to share the information sometimes mm-hmm. because we're, we're, our technique is different from everybody. Like, and as well as like, I guess I'm gentle. So then they're like, oh, I don't want to share you sometimes because you're so gentle and you're like perfectly good at your skills. I, I'm just nervous to share. I'm like, no, share the clientele. I need more clientele. We need more business. <laughs> so yeah. Girl, I'm looking at your schedule now and you are fully booked after this podcast. I am, I'm very Like happy. right to the very end of the yeah. day. And Saturday is like completely booked and I'm very blessed. Like I always tell clients, like I'm very blessed for this business um, because I knew how it felt to start like not having anything and like just cleaning the spa, feeling like, <laughs> oh, am I good enough today kind of thing. So yeah. 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 Saturday, you're fully booked too, like all day. Like, like your breaks are... They're broken up because we couldn't even give you a proper break. Oh, it's okay. I'm actually happy about that. The day goes by fast. I learned from Susan, when you're fully booked, the day goes by fast. Mm -hmm. You have to go home, relax, and then enjoy your weekend. So, yeah. 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 So, Christiana, you joined us immediately after, right out of esthetician school. Were were we your first aesthetics job or second? Second, but this was my first real experience like I actually got to do services because in the past jobs it was very kind of broken up I was always on probation and I was also going through COVID times when Mm -hmm. I graduated and job market wasn't fully open and -hmm. it was kind of hard for everybody to get experience as well as the education system in our aesthetic school changed when uh, COVID happened Mm -hmm. it was really tough for us because we didn't have models that were like different because normally you would book models in and we, we get different experience with the um, the texture of the skin, the texture of the hair, um, mm-hmm. like different like skin conditions that we have to work with. 
I was stuck with just my classmate and bless her heart that she mm-hmm. stuck with me throughout the whole time too. We didn't get any exposure to anybody else. So when I worked at Wax Hair Removal Bar and you know, you guys got me models, I was freaking out because I never touched right. a nail model before. Mm-hmm. I've never seen curly hair before, like mm-hmm. like waxing curly hair and ev- everything like that. It was those three months were the hardest, but they were the most educational because I think this company taught me more about waxing than my school did, actually. Yeah. You're not the first to say that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. would you say then when you graduate aesthetic school, do you think it's better to start your own business right away or to work for somebody else? I would say are you, if you're skilled enough, you can try. But for me, a lot of my mentors were telling me like, go gain as much skills as possible before you open the spa that you want or the business that you want, as well as like, watch this successful person that is running this business, because you can actually pick up a lot of tips. So I've been watching Luba very carefully. And I've learned a lot. Like, like how to kind of manage people and like how to manage yourself and also time management. I've realized I worked on my time management really well. So yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really good advice. I, I met with someone last week and they said, if I had the experience that wax has given me, then the business that I had before I joined you would have been so successful. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And that was First, like that takes a big person to say something like that. Um, but that was also like a, a really big eye opener too, because so many people, Becca, Chloe, and I just did um, a webinar or not a webinar, um, a, a one, webinars in my vocabulary, because that's all that we've been doing for the last two years. Um, we did a live seminar at one of the schools in Vegas. And I asked the question, how many of you guys are going to open up your own business? And I think like, Almost everybody. Yeah. There was like one hand that was down and I was like, wow, it's, it's going to be a tough road because it's first of all, there's so much to learn right out of school. And then you got all the business side of it, right? Like it is, yeah. it is nonstop. I honestly don't know how I managed all the business side without Becca for so long. <laughs> like yeah. there is a lot. You know, oh, the, yeah. the small things, updating your hours on Google, yeah. like the small things that you forget about that because you're so busy in doing mm-hmm. everything else. Um, yeah. So I, I agree. I think, you know, get out there, learn from someone. I, I've talked about Nicole, who was our first waxpert in um, at the Las Vegas store. She went and she mentored under a woman for like a year to learn Brazilians mm-hmm. for free. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Just to get the experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you need the technical experience of like yeah. your skill and your craft in aesthetics, whether it's waxing or any other area. But if you're opening up your own business, then you also need to learn like how do you open up an own business? What type mm-hmm. of licenses do you need? Mm-hmm. How do you get a business number? How do you insure that business? Mm-hmm. You have to open up like business bank accounts and credit cards and you have to like lease somewhere or buy a space or rent a space from somebody. And then you need all of the equipment and then you need to order inventory and manage inventory. And I don't and know how people do like no. both. 
And then there's all the taxes, right? So if we're just talking Canada, you need a PST account to sell product. You need a GST account to do services. You need to remit those every quarter or every month or every year, depending on how they sign you up. Then you need a payroll tax ID because you need to remit payroll tax every month. And then there's just basic taxes at the end of the year and all of the bookkeeping, which literally is another full-time job. There is so much. Yeah. I did not know about the taxes. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Holy God. Yeah, that's the most important part or else you don't have a business at all. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, oh, yeah. 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 Speaking of like starting business, you launched Strength and Courage. Yeah. Um, how was that process actually? Well, there's a quote somewhere um, on one of our images that said, I was bo- I, I was diagnosed and then I felt sorry for myself. And then after a week, I was bored of feeling sorry for myself. So I was like, let's develop a product. <laughs> um, it, I, I just developed it. It's it's like any anyone out there that is an entrepreneur that sees a need for something that they personally want. Like that's where it came from, right? Yeah. All my skincare didn't work anymore. Um, you know, that I've been using for years, eminence for one, like I was like, what is going on? Like, this is a natural product. I couldn't handle the smells because of all the chemo that I was going through. And my Mm -hmm. skin just wasn't, wasn't functioning at all. Um, I actually returned an eminence product, which I've never, yes. I mean, that's how bad my skin was. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the radiation, after the the oncologist told me that I was going to burn and peel and blister and all that. And I said, you know, what do I use? And he said, petroleum jelly. I was like, I've been in the skincare business for far too long to know what that's going to do to my skin. Um, Did some research. um, Couldn't find anything. I found one product. Um, The bottle was so thick and big and slippery. Um, Slippery as in like, just like a regular kind of packaging, Mm -hmm. a plastic that it kept slipping out of my hands and I couldn't open it myself because my hands were so um, crippled from the chemo. I couldn't hold much in my hands or do things with my hands. Um, So I was like, this is awful. Like if I'm having this problem, there are thousands, hundreds of thousands of people having the same, the same problem. And, you know, being diagnosed, it took everything from me, you know, my dignity, my independence. I mean, I never want to ask for help. That's that's like a big problem that I have. So can you yeah. imagine having to ask for help to open up a bottle? Mm-hmm. Like it just, okay. it like belittles you to such an extent, like you're already down and someone just continues to kick you. That's what it felt yeah. like. So I made sure that um, the strength and courage products were small enough or in the right jars and tubes to be able to be held in your hands if you if your hands are being crippled from the chemo, um, that it was a soft touch so it wasn't slipping out of your yeah. your hands and that the product worked. That was the biggest mm-hmm. thing, right? Yeah. You just you want to feel a little bit better. I mean, cancer took everything from me. It took my hair, my eyelashes. Thank God my eyebrows were still on from my microblading. So shout out to Holly. Um, blading, oh. I think, oh my God, microblading by Holly who used to rent from us. Um, so, so yeah, I just wanted my skin to, to look good. Like, 
it was bad. So I just created a product that that worked. And I, you know, I got to be the test model and I was the best test model because mm-hmm. it was on me. So all these things needed to, to work for, for me before we could pass it on to anyone else. And mm-hmm. um, we're in pre-sales right now for the product and the feedback, I didn't know how people were going to respond to the feedback because everything that I do for marketing is very balls to the wall. Mm-hmm. I have no shame in my game. I put everything out there. I mean, listen, we had people protesting anal bleaching when we opened up in Vegas 12 years ago. Before the store was even open, there was protesters out the store because our advertising was just in your face. So I didn't know what it was going to be like to have Tomai, our, our model, our strength and courage model with a double mastectomy plastered everywhere with her middle finger up saying, fuck cancer, you picked the wrong bitch. With no shirt on. You know, there's nothing like that. But I also saw that people in the cancer clinics were hunched over and wearing baggy clothes and, you know, they were in ball caps because they were, they'd lost their hair from the key. Like, they were just so down and out and so ashamed of their bodies that I was like, listen, everyone is on this I want to call it a bandwagon, but it's more, I know it's more than that, but everyone is on this trend of body inclusivity. Why is a double mastectomy or a single bilateral mastectomy not included in that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, you know what? We're showing roles. We're showing stretch marks. Everything is out there in, in, in media. You know, we're showing plus size models. What about models with no breasts? Mm-hmm. That hasn't been shown before. Yeah. You know, you don't see, I'm just going to use like Victoria's Secret, for example, like they've now finally kind of used the plus size models, but you've mm-hmm. never seen, you know, a model with one breast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've never seen a model with no breasts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to normalize that and emp- again, empower women. Like that's what I said mm-hmm. right from the beginning mm-hmm. that like, that's what I want to do with my company. And I feel that like, as much as we've empowered women through wax, um, it kind of felt like I didn't know how much more I could do. Mm-hmm. You know, I could hire women. I could promote women. I could help women start their own companies. Um, but that kind of like, that was like the ceiling. Mm-hmm. So what was that next step? And I, I feel that, you know, that's why I got sick was it took that to show me like, hey, you've got this greater power and opportunity to make a difference for other women in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Probably way, it goes so much further than a storefront. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've actually had a lot of clients tell me like, the advertisement that you did for strength and courage was so unique. Like they were like, Oh my God, I've never actually seen that before. Like, Holy crud. And I was like, Oh yeah. The new product that we're launching out um, at that time, it was like before the release, I was like saying like, Oh yeah, there's this new product. Keep an eye out. And then when the advertisement came out, they were like, what's this? And I was like, it's for like cancer recovering patients 
to have their skin back. It's just an incredible cream that recovers, you know, the flaking, the radiation burns and everything. And then I have so many clients that are like, let me know when this yeah. comes on your shelf, please. And I was like, we actually don't know when, Becca. <laughs> oh, but yeah. God. We don't really know when either. Yeah, the supply chain is broken. <laughs> supply chain, but pre-orders they can they can pre-order yeah. it through Bright, and we'll, we yeah. will obviously fill those ones. But yeah, I mean, just like the messages that we're getting through Bright, mm -hmm. like it, so it it is so incredible and so supportive. And I wasn't sure how it was going to go at first. I thought for oh. sure there'd be a couple Karens in there, but last yeah. i checked with becca everyone is just like oh my god wow yes yeah. thank you no negative yeah. feedback um since we've launched the product we had some negative feedback before we launched the product but from actual like customers or our following or the people in our community there's been no negative feedback and everyone I mean, the sad thing is, is that unfortunately everybody knows somebody who has had cancer or who has cancer. So immediately when they see the products or the photos or the campaign, they think of somebody in their head. Yeah. So it's a lot easier to like get on board with it because you're like, oh, I know somebody or I myself have had that experience and it would have been so nice if I could have like given them this thing to make them feel better and recognized and thought of that would also help their skin which I didn't even ask if they were struggling with that I didn't even know it was a symptom or a concern or just to have a gift that's like geared towards people like cancer thrivers that's not so in your face cancer like our our photos and our images about the products have the model with the double mastectomy but the actual products themselves or the boxes that they come in don't say anything about cancer on them mm -hmm. so it's not like here's a sweater that says like fuck cancer all over it with pink ribbons and you're just going to be like waving a big neon sign in front of you that says i have cancer Mm -hmm. right it's just like the thought that goes into the little things like the size of the bottle it's like a matte soft finish so that if your hands are crimped or if you're sweaty you can still hold on to it and it's not going to slip mm -hmm. like little things like that so the feedback has been so good and um not just with people with cancer but any like dry flaky skin condition like eczema or lupus or you know there's been people asking would it work on this or would it work on that or would it work for this and it's like I think so I mean there's no ingredients in it that are gonna do any harm so you could yeah. try yeah <laughs> like we the good part like we've marketed it towards breast cancer or cancer but it could be used for anything it's just like a very healing lotion that's plant-based yeah. and all natural and it's it's not going to do you any harm to try it yeah we've got yeah. two of the girls in the vegas store because we just got samples um mm -hmm. we have two of the girls in the vegas stores that are mothers and they're both trying it on their kids for a diaper rash cool. wow right now we're like yeah. nipples from breastfeeding i think it would work on I don't know. <laughs> we need to find somebody breastfeeding to yes, try. Yes, exactly. I have a candidate that could probably do that, actually. <laughs> oh, perfect. There we go. Yeah, Canada will get yeah. samples soon, but 
Yeah, I think yeah, they're actually being issues. delivered. Ooh. Great. So, yes, they will be there shortly. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And Lou was the only person I know that when diagnosed with cancer was working throughout the entire time. <laughs> I think she took okay. like four days off and that was it. Oh my God. She was like developing the products in treatment, yeah. which is crazy. But it, it also kept me going. Like I couldn't imagine, oh, like, yeah. it, like it gave me purpose because I was like, I have no purpose anymore. I'm probably going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, so it like, it kept me so, it kept me so busy, you know, and it was something that I was really passionate about. So I'm so grateful that I got to, got to do that. And yeah, you know, some days were, were harder than others, but, you know, thankfully I had, a, you know, have a great team. You know, Becca was the only one that knew that I was sick and she carried all that weight for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very grateful that COVID happened because it yeah, did give me the opportunity it gave me the opportunity to focus on something else because the businesses were shut down. Yeah. And to not have so many people know as well, because you weren't ready yet. No. Like if it wasn't COVID, it would have been very suspicious to all your friends and your staff, like why you stopped coming around or yeah. you know, weren't posting pictures about fun things. Yep. Mm-hmm. So true. So mm-hmm. true. Tomorrow is actually my cancer anniversary. Oh, is my one year when I got the phone call saying that there was no cancer found in my body after my surgery. So I still went through like all my radiation uh, because my cancer was so aggressive that they were like, you know what, we're still going to radiate you as if you had full blown cancer. They didn't think that the chemo would would get rid of all the cancer. Um, but when they put me in for the surgery on October 30th, the, um, breast surgeon called me November 5th of last year and at like seven 30 at night, which let me tell you, you literally shit your pants when a doctor is calling you at seven 30 at night th- yeah. from the hospital that did your surgery. I was like, Oh my God, this is the call. Like, uh, not good. And she called me at seven 30 at night and she was like. Um, the biopsy came, I get biopsy. Is that what you call it? That basically they, they submitted mm-hmm. all the, so they have to scrape the out biopsy. the cells around yeah. the, um, uh, where the cancer is, where the tumor was and nothing, everything came back clear that there was no cancer left in my body. So, yay. I'm very excited. Yeah. It, in, in a way, this is like a weird blessing that kind of mm-hmm. happened to you because like, not only did like, I'm kind of amazed to hear this because this is kind of my first time hearing it, is that you worked throughout your whole cancer journey and you had such a kind heart to think, if somebody else is going through this, what can I do to make things mm-hmm. a little bit better, right? Yeah. Like you thought about the packaging, you thought about the ingredients, but you also thought about how do I make a woman feel like a woman again? Because mm-hmm. like after mm-hmm. going through breast cancer, like my aunt had it and passed away and yeah, she she never felt like a woman through yeah. throughout all those process because mm-hmm. she cut her hair, um, she kind of like lost her breast, and she she didn't have any skincare that fit her to make her feel mm-hmm. beautiful. And mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like shocked to to hear about this. Is like throughout the whole process, you had such a kind heart thinking about other people while you were struggling. I'm sorry for getting teary. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, Thank drink you. water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, 
Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I think also you could like encourage other women to like remember like the skincare is kind of like your routine back when before you had cancer. You can Mm -hmm. feel that again. You can feel beautiful again. Yeah. Yeah. The self care part of it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Taking care of yourself. I think in some of the marketing I wrote, put the self back in self care. Yeah. Because, you know, you can do it by yourself without the help of your caregiver. Yeah. Which is big. Yeah. It's really big. So we're going to change lives. We are. One motion at a time. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's not just anal bleach anymore. Someone was like, how do you go from anal bleaching to cancer (laughs) products? And I actually, I had someone um, who was very successful. Um, He said to me, you need to to do another company. You you can't market this under the same company. And Mm -hmm. I said, why not? And he's like, because one is for your ass and the other one's for your tits. And I was like, yeah, and I was like, well, I said, I said, you know what, like the, the like ding ding moment for me was when the oncologist said, you're going to hyperpigment, like as well as all the other things like the blisters and the redness mm-hmm. and the you know, not being able to sleep because of the pain. I, like as soon as he, he said, you're going to hyperpigment, I was like, oh, I already have something for that. Yeah. So now I just have to create it to like be wound healing. Yeah. So I feel that it's it, it will work. It will will work under the same brand. Pe- everyone also told me, including my fiance, that my idea of having all different marketing and allowing people to choose what they want to put in their store was not going to work. And that is so oh. well received everywhere. Yeah, people love it. Yeah, <clears throat> everyone, everyone, not one person was like, oh, that's a good idea. Everyone was like, nope you you own the brand you have to say what the brand is you have to go with one vision and I was like "Mm." isn't it funny how usually good ideas at first everyone around you says no those aren't that's not a good thing that's why they tell you if you have an idea don't share it with your friends and family yeah yeah they're not the ideal market no (laughs) they're not your customer no it's crazy but it's so true yeah I think like Bright is just a skincare company and if everything continues to have brightening ingredients in the products then I think it definitely fits I don't even think people notice like it's your house (laughs) you know yeah why not decorate it however you want exactly exactly for sure Any well, final words, Christiana, to new estheticians or estheticians still in school listening? Um, don't Not be afraid. Yeah. Yeah. I guess like, don't be afraid to talk to your boss. Honestly, get to know them. Like they might be a cool person. Like Luba's the coolest person I met. Oh my God. Can, can you clip that out? I'm going to use it as my ringtone. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. <laughs> like honestly like that's good advice yeah I was always afraid to talk to my boss and stuff and I never like I've always seen them as a superior god 
complex person but like mm -hmm. talking to Lula like she's down to earth and everything as well as don't be afraid to ask for help for your mentors like like I've always asked help from Bingo and Susan every day and like just being in a positive team is like the best thing that's happened like don't mm -hmm. don't work in a toxic environment yeah. work in a positive yeah. environment <laughs> so yeah and you know remember that everyone puts on their pants the same way every morning so yeah. no one is superior no one is better no one everyone wakes mm -hmm. up and puts their pants on the same way oh yeah oh yeah even yeah. oprah <laughs> yeah exactly it's true yeah. everyone's yeah. got to do it the same way um i know that christiana you know talked about how thanksgiving is coming up for the u.s and she wanted to talk about what she was grateful for today becca what are you grateful for Ooh, I actually write down what I'm grateful for every day in the morning and the evening. I pick three things. So, well, this morning I'm grateful for this podcast and for Christiana being so vulnerable and preparing all those notes and opening up. Um, but something I was grateful for last night that I wrote down was that everyone laughed at my jokes on the webinar yesterday oh my god <laughs> that was like my top thing that was big that's big yeah yeah what are you grateful for Luba? to be alive mm, yeah. that's a good yeah. one that's Very like the biggest one alive. yeah mm -hmm. yeah Great. to see another day absolutely yeah well on that note follow us on instagram at between both cheeks podcast um <laughs> subscribe and follow on whatever podcast platform you're listening on so that every week our newest episodes get downloaded into your library if you're on an apple device please write us a review that's the biggest thing that helps if you want to get in touch with us you can email us to comments at betweenbothcheeks.com and you can watch the video versions on youtube it's under the channel Wax Hair Removal Bar. But if you just type in Between Both Cheeks Podcast, all the videos still come up. So that's the easiest way to find us and to continue to listen. Tell your friends and thank you for listening. Bye.